Other people got a talk show. We got a talk show, too. It's Johnny Talk Show. Welcome to Johnny Talk Show. I'm Paul Nix, the dude who looks like the dude who owns the only radio station in the small town in a horror movie who eats nothing but donuts, then gets a pitchfork for the face while trying to start the car. With me is the only woman whose buns are juicier than her bite. Chels, just Chels, like Fabio, only a lady, and she didn't murder a goose with her face. You know, and I must say that uh, description is is shockingly accurate. <laughs> uh, yours, and and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a little more accurate with the all of the equipment strewn everywhere at this point. Oh uh, well, you know. <laughs> Uh, we're trying some nonsense, because this is a refuge from the nonsense. I can sing the theme song, but you've already heard it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Charles, I have a weird article for you. Okay. (laughs) This is from wikihow.life. Alrighty. (laughs) Uh, how to read a book. So... So I'm assuming that we... Okay, so do we not know how to... We don't know how to read one. I'm assuming. Well, then why are we reading the article? <laughs> <laughs> how does how does this accomplish? Well, if, had... we, if we're having trouble reading a book, <laughs> then, then how is reading an article going to help us if book is difficult and computer equals more than book? Your sass isn't helping us... <laughs> learn how to read this book all right well i'm assuming we already have computer literacy so all right assuming we know how to read at the minimum it's all it's all uh tweets okay (laughs) all right it's all contractions all right and uh acronyms that mean nothing okay I mean, this this article only has three out of four stars by the way so hmm well i'm (laughs) <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, uh... I don't know if that means anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Co-authored by 164 contributors. Who has a four-star rating? <laughs> I mean... That, that's, well, we could, we could find that out. It just seems, you know, usually it's five stars or three or, you know, ten. Did I say four? You said four. Okay, three out of five. Wow. Oh. That's well, that me. does make a difference, but it's still not confidence-inspiring. I need to read this article so I know how many stars are. Oh. In... <laughs> Sometimes you have to help. I'm sorry. Is, the, help me. is the article a book, too? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, we'll, we'll find out together. Oh, all right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. A good book is like a portal to another world, something that can transport you to magic kingdoms and futuristic cities, spooky mansions, and uncharted landscapes. Whether you're interested in fiction or nonfiction poetry or textbooks, there are a number of techniques you can use to get the most out of your literary experience. Okay, so first of all, we haven't said anything about pages, <laughs> and so I'm concerned already. <laughs> We did mention portals. Well, I mean, but that could just be mean that books are video games, though. I mean, video games are, are awesome, but, you know, I don't know if you could call them books. Are books not Mario-related re- levels? They're not, like, going through pipes and stuff? Not traditionally, I suppose. This news to me. Well. <laughs> Apparently there are three steps. <laughs> uh, Is one of it hold it from your face? Because... <laughs> <laughs> Adequate lighting? No? Okay. Well, let's, let's dig all in. All right, all right. We'll dive right in. Method one. Starting with the basic steps, and there's a picture of an insane flipper hand running 
running itself along just what I assume are books that look like giant sticks of gum. Oh, sounds sounds like traditional wiki house stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, one, choose a book. We're, really? Choose a book! But how does one choose a book, though? Because there are so mug, many. Mug, 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 <laughs> If you're reading for your own enjoyment, you will probably want to pick a general interest fiction or nonfiction book. There are literally millions of such books, so finding one that's right for you can be challenging. But there's no instructions on how to choose one. Oh, isn't there? Oh, isn't there? Okay, sorry. You're reading the article. A good place to start is by thinking about what you like and also about what you don't like. Keep in mind how many different types of books are out there. There are dystopian books like The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. That seems like you're advertising. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of an article. Kind of. supposed to be journalism. Yeah. There are realistic fiction books such as Perfect by Mat Natasha Friend. I'm not familiar with it. I don't... The name sounds familiar, but just because of the word friend. Pro probably. Uh, okay, we're just naming examples of books by different authors. And then it just says, yep, and so many others wrote this <laughs> i would what? i would like to send what? them an email because i feel as though their description of how to read a book is a little bit lacking i mean they've gone into way too much and no detail already yeah yeah <laughs> I, I feel like i feel like it's both too detailed and not detailed enough like first first of all yeah okay sure select a book but you know assuming the book part is the challenge <laughs> Perhaps you want a recommendation from someone and yeah. that you know, and you know, possibly not random internet ghost who's written this <laughs> article. Four internet ghosts this, writing this this three three out of five article <laughs> <laughs> on WikiHow. This is where we started for our reading journey, apparently. <laughs> WikiHow. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> we were confused. School is not an option. We're good. <laughs> uh, knowing your own personal taste can really help you find a book you'll find enjoyable. Just because someone else says a book is, book is good doesn't mean you'll necessarily enjoy it. Some people enjoy fantasy novels. Other people hate them. Think about what kind of an experience you want to have while reading. Yes, but we, we have not established what the experience of reading includes. Because... Well, it's like a portal. So essentially, you should just buy the game Portal, which I highly recommend, by the way. It's one of my favorites. But I mean, it's fantastic. But I, mean, I mean, it's, it's technically not a book. Um, reading is like a water slide. <laughs> a water slide for the imagination. <laughs> Hydrate yourself with knowledge and adventure. <laughs> Welcome to the Splash Zone. Oh, man. <laughs> and it's just a bunch of questions about... <laughs> what, what what kind do you want a rousing adventure? How long of a book do you want to read? How challenging? Uh, certain perspectives, blah, blah, blah. Is this some sort of, you know, populist exam question, questionnaire <laughs> thing that people have to fill out for statistical reasons? It's just a series of bullet paragraphs. Eh. <laughs> Nonfiction books can be a little easier to narrow down than fiction ones. <laughs> can they? <laughs> can they though? Pretty much anything you can think of has a has had a nonfiction book written about it. Uh incorrect. Anything you can think of is not nonfiction. <laughs> incorrect on that one. Fact checked. <laughs> if you find a nonfiction book about something you like, read the first couple pages to see if you like the writer's style. If you find the book difficult or boring on the first page, 
It probably won't get any better as you read through. Incorrect also. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta stick it out for a good three three chapters. If it's not interesting after three chapters, that's kind of my rule. That's fair. Because, I mean, you know, the, the book's just getting warmed up. I mean, think about The Lord of the Rings <laughs> and The Hobbit and stuff like that. The Hobbit's easier than The Lord of the Rings. But, I mean, there is there is quite a bit of expositional information in there that if you want three pages, you're not going to read the whole thing. But, boy, <laughs> will you have missed out. All right. All right. Sounds like you're ready for the, for the next bullet point. <laughs> Go to the library. Oh, no. <laughs> Why didn't we start with that one? <laughs> Why didn't we start with, like, isn't we that, that's well, the first step. No, you can't select you a book from things that you have not seen. You have to go to the library. <laughs> go to the library, talk to a librarian. <laughs> talk to your ask, local Ask the librarian. They typically read very, like, a lot. <laughs> And then, and then get them to point you into a section that you might be interested in. That, that would be a, a better WikiHow article. <laughs> How to go to the library? No, that's step one. That's step one in reading a book. Okay, well, let me put it to you this way. We didn't know what mood we were in first. So we don't know how hungry we are. We don't just go to a restaurant and have to figure out what you want to eat first. That depends on what kind of group you're in. <laughs> Someone else is hungry and they feel strongly about your restaurant selection. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ask your librarian if vodka is right for you. Roma wine. <laughs> Not a sponsor no. or exists anymore. No, it doesn't exist and I'm very disappointed. <laughs> Ooh, we should make our own. Yeah, I have thought about it. <laughs> Uh, don't judge the book by its cover. The title and cover illustrations may seem boring or not your taste, but inside the book could be a whole world of pleasure and enjoyment you will be enthralled by. Yes, but only the first three pages should judge whether or not it's interesting. <laughs> Who is this person? <laughs> I disagree. Also, look at the thickness of the book. If a quick read is what you're looking for, a big heavy book wouldn't be suitable, and vice versa. Well, that's fair enough. <laughs> uh, da -da -da. Ask those around you. Check online. Make it a group event. See, none of these things actually seem to be steps on how to actually read the book. We've got things that you can do leading up to the reading of the book, and then the things that you can do whilst reading the book, or, you know, in, you know, how to make it a group activity, or things to think about when considering reading a book. Mm -hmm. But we haven't actually done any actual. These, this is how you read the book, because I feel like that. I feel like maybe this is this WikiHow needs to be titled something different. It's all a rich tapestry. This section concludes with an image of the word flipper hand holding a book, and the cover just says "Happy Times Ahead." No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Two. Acquire the book you want to read. That's that was step one. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we were still part of step one. I apologize, Internet Ghost, who's written this article. That was part of step one, the library, I guess. <laughs> well, technically, that was, this is method one, and oh. that was subsection one of that was 1. 1.1. How many methods are there? Three? There are three methods. <laughs> okay. Okay, then it's just about a bunch of logistics about how libraries work, if you've never been to a library. 
Okay, I keep getting distracted by my article. I have to stop. <laughs> we're reading we're random. almost done slash we'll be here forever. So I'm, I'm <laughs> reading random random sentences and being amazed about them. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> Check the book out from the library. Uh, buy the book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the advantage of this message is that with a little work, you can usually find even the hottest books and read them right away. The downside is that you have to pay money to buy the book. Traditionally, purchasing <laughs> books does require money. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, borrow the book. Uh, this is redundant, but electronically purchase the book. Remember that electronic editions are more difficult than regular books to bring with you on long vacations or camping trips. What the fuck are you talking about? Mm, I don't think that that article was written in a current um <laughs> This is updated in era. April. April? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you might need to charge it, but surely most cars and <laughs> stuff are equipped with you can get adapters for no. charging random electronics. No. <laughs> <laughs> read, read your paper book right away or it'll burst into flame. <laughs> uh, three, read your book. Find a comfortable place to sit. Make sure there's plenty of light and open the front cover. Start at the beginning, which is usually the first chapter. <laughs> Let through some front material and read each page in order until the book is finished. If there's any end material, wait until you finish the rest of the book before reading it. I mean, I mean, I, I guess that I'm, it, it's fairly accurate, I guess. I mean, I mean, it seems like that should have been the whole article. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> seems like we've gone a long walk for a short drink of water here. Uh, it's a bunch of crap about front material. There are four types of front material are. And why you should read them? I usually skip it. Sorry to well, those who, who feel strongly about that. I, I usually skip the preface or whatever, <laughs> unless no, unless a, I'm very interested. So that's not, that's, It doesn't give you an out on that. You can decide on your own whether or not you want to read any given section of front material. So okay. it's, you're in the clear. Alrighty. Same thing with the end material. Although if there's a prologue, you probably should read it because it's like well, a prequel. I don't know if that's out and out end material. but Well, at the beginning. Oh, I thought you said the other word. Oh, epilogue? Yeah. That that you should also read. Yeah. Because that's part of the story, and so is the prologue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you sh should read those. That's a good idea. Followed by a clip art man reading a book. He looks like he's a mannequin. Four, pace yourself. Reading a really good book is an absorbing experience that makes time fly by. Have a bookmark ready and be sure that you don't spend too long reading in one sitting. Otherwise, what, your eyes will fall out, like they said on the TV? <laughs> in the Super Nintendo stuff, you have to take breaks every hour? Yeah. I had a Super Scope, and they were all like, you gotta stop every hour. And, you know, you're a kid, you don't do that. I'm, I'm okay. Oh, no. Wait, no, I wear glasses. <laughs> I had glasses before. Anyway. <laughs> we're gonna skip the sections two and three, because two is just reading a book of essays or poems. And three is reading textbooks, which seems, I mean, I think the first one kind of covers the other two. There's way more community questions. What could there possibly be different about reading <laughs> essays and poems? Uh, I mean, I sort of understand textbooks because they're more, <laughs> they're more instructional and informative slash just here's the information. But like essays and po like unless <laughs> it's like they're written different than normal books, like, I don't know. 
essays are sort of like short stories, I suppose, but... Essays are poems. Keep your eyes open as you become more attuned to the tone of the book. Items that seemed dull before will start to get interesting. So you'll always have something more to read. What? <laughs> this is probably why I, I can't read poetry I think, well. I think they're calling you stupid. Oh. I think you, you can't understand it. Just keep, re keep reading just the poem keep, until you... Keep reading you, it. If you don't understand it, just keep reading it. <laughs> you moron. Yeah. <laughs> And you'll get it eventually. <laughs> if you're reading a textbook, it's probably for a class you're trying to pass. Okay. Duh. <laughs> oh or maybe it's one of those idiot's guides. <laughs> those are pretty great, actually. I got a Kugel recipe from one of those. It's really good. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> it's good stuff. How are there this many questions? Is it necessary to memorize the previous page when I'm reading the next page? Oh. <laughs> No, that is a good question. Uh, yes. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. You, I'll, <laughs> these are all directed at you. You're our guru now. How do I say what page I'm on if I need to take a break from reading? Well, see, you have those things called cell phones. So what you want to do is you want to take a picture of the page that you're on mm -hmm. and make sure that you only get the top half of the page so that you know the words that the page starts with. Could I use a bookmark? No. Oh. Who has paper anymore? But I have a book made of paper. Uh. <laughs> All right, where's my phone? <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of this article. <laughs> yes, and that's also how you take screenshots. Uh. When you want to refer, <laughs> that's what screenshot means. Because <laughs> when you hold your phone up to a computer screen, <laughs> Take a picture of it. Oh, damn it! <laughs> That's every instructional manual <laughs> of, of like equipment. Oh like no, caterpillars yeah. and crap. No, oh, I've seen them too. It's terrible. <laughs> Why can't you just take? Please, just take a screenshot normally. And they always leave the flash on too, so there's <laughs> so there's just big glare in the middle of the screen. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've had to recreate some technical diagrams. They were taken off like a, a CRT monitor, and they don't Blech. they don't like it when you photograph them. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> yeah. What if I don't like reading? Well, don't read then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if okay, this is a full question. I'm not I'm not adding anything to this. Okay. I think the memory limitation is the most vexing hindrance. Shortly after I finish a book, I tend to forget a lot of it. If forgetting is bound to happen, the reading is useless! How can I tackle this problem? Dictation. <laughs> you, I, get somebody to dictate it to me? No, or no, no. Or I no. dictate it to someone else? You dictate, you dictate it to one of those machines and stuff, so you've got it recorded, and then you can refer back to it whenever, mm. whenever you like. Okay. Yeah. Should we ask our own question? Why is this article? Okay. Why is this article? <laughs> Email address. None of your business. Yeah. None of your business at gmail.com. Submit. <laughs> You're not going to like that. No. <laughs> and now everyone knows how to read. Wow. I feel smarter already. <laughs> Me less so. We were able to uh, find a, an article. I was, and, um, yep. <laughs> All right, hit us. 
All right. Well, this article, and I'm not adding anything to the title here either. Oh, snap! Police capture 65-pound turtle from Virginia suburb. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this brings up a lot of questions for me. Why were the police capturing this turtle, and what was it attempting to do that the police needed to be involved? I mean, a 65-pound turtle ain't nothing. That's pretty big. But it's 29 kilos for those of you who care. That's like four cats. So. <laughs> yeah. Four big cats. Four big cats. Apparently, a 65-pound alligator snapping turtle with a face only its mother could love has found a new home at a Virginia zoo after freaking out residents in a northern Virginia suburb. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just read the what they named him. Oh, God. <laughs> Is it Buckley? No, it's almost as good. Uh, the turtle, dubbed... Lord Fairfax (laughs) was repeatedly crossing a residential road in the Alexandria area. Repeatedly? According to Fairfax County Police, okay, not native to this area, the alligator snapping turtle is generally found in the wild farther south. Animal control officers initially took Lord Fairfax to the county animal (laughs) shelter and then to the State Department Game and Inland Fisheries. The fisheries folks say that the turtle is just a juvenile and could eventually grow as big as 200 pounds, or 90 kilograms. They say the northern Virginia climate would have been too cold for him to live in the wild. Yeah. (laughs) What's he doing all the way up there? It's probably somebody's pet. Poor thing. He will live instead at the Virginia Zoo in Norfolk. That seems... that's... that seems like Florida. Yes, it but seems this is like in, a Florida issue. This is a yeah. Florida's to blame somehow. Yeah, not really sure how this happened in Virginia, but why did they name him Lord Fairfax? I guess it's the Fairfax County Police. I'm not sure why they stuck Lord in front of it, but uh, like I hope they treat him nice at that zoo because <laughs> they could have a real big turtle on their hands. Okay, I'm just, <laughs> okay. I've, I've found a picture now. Yeah. Oh, good God. There you go. It's a lot like Oscar the Grouch. I like reptiles. He looks insane. He looks insane, but I mean, that's what they look like. (laughs) Uh, You have a point. I don't know. I think he's cute. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't hug him, though. Oh, dear. Not not in his front, though. Not unless I wanted to lose pieces of me. All right. (laughs) Yeah. That's my news for today, I suppose. Well, at least we found who the king of the turtles is. Yeah. Lord Fairfax. I'm going to chomp you good. But I got something for you to fix. Alright, okay. You got something for me to fix? Yeah. Okay. How do you fix cabbage rolls? Cabbage rolls. Yeah. Okay, my apologies to those of you who love cabbage rolls. But <laughs> Can I, do something less controversial. I do not love cabbage rolls, and I'm sorry. And I think it has got something to do with the sauce that's usually put on them, because I've had cabbage rolls that are good, that I've actually enjoyed, um, but those have been few and far between. And I think my problem is when they use the Campbell's cream of tomato as the sauce, I've never been a fan of that soup, and it's always been a problem. And so I think the sauce is probably the biggest issue that I have with cabbage rolls. Just the sauce? Yeah, the inside is usually okay, unless somebody stuck cloves or something in there. 
Because sometimes, sometimes there's cloves or nutmeg or something in the meat, and there's mm. just, I don't know, there's something about a couple of those spices that just don't really, you know, Tex-Mex might fix it for me. I mean, yeah. I know that's, that's an incorrect, you know, that's not culturally, you know, <laughs> accurate. That's, that's got nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I think you picked a topic that's wildly controversial. Just like, just... just like when the sorted guys made a paella burrito thing and <laughs> Spain wanted to murder him. <laughs> We're talking about being hungry here. We're not talking about... Upsetting people. We're hungry. Well, I don't... Yeah, I think... I think you're on the right track. I think the inside can be too mushy, and the outside can be too gloopy. So just overall texture-wise, replace the inside with some kind of chorizo, and either don't add as much sauce or change the sauce in, in such a way, and space them out more so that they crisp better, as opposed to just coagulating into one mass of weird... Cabbage lasagna. Well, it's it's hard to do that with cabbage, though, because, I mean, it's a lettuce, and lettuce doesn't typically crisp. <laughs> Can we put these cabbage rolls also in an egg roll? <laughs> you want to use a wonton wrapper instead of a cabbage? Yeah. <laughs> so it's not a cabbage roll instead. It's a county fair food now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> So if you don't like cabbage yeah. rolls, don't eat cabbage rolls. Eat something else. Uh... <laughs> Okay. See, like, the the thing that makes the cabbage roll a cabbage roll is the cabbage inherently because it's cabbage. a cabbage. It's, that's what it's wrapped in. It's a cabbage roll, arguably. And there's some sort of rice meat spices stuff inside oh, no. it. I got it. What? I got it. I got it fixed. What's that? <laughs> you make a deconstructed cabbage roll, and you just put meat in coleslaw. <laughs> Sold. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did it. <laughs> Everyone's welcome. I'm not a huge fan of coleslaw, though, full disclosure. I'm sorry I've upset all of your grandmas. <laughs> what else needs fixing? <laughs> we might have gone overboard with the first one. Might have. I mean, you can think that if you want to out there, but <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, it's pretty controversial. I mean, we went right with like a cultural favorite. It's like saying, it's like saying how to fix pierogies. <laughs> they're already amazing. But I mean, that's pierogies are there are allegories to those. Well, yeah. Everywhere. So. I mean, I suppose a cheeseburger pierogi isn't quite you know culturally accurate either. Yeah, it's like well, there's empanadas and what are the other ones? I'm forgetting all the other ones. I don't know any other ones. <laughs> pizza pops, essentially a pierogi. Pizza, pizza pops. Would you fix pizza pops? No, if you can. <laughs> I mean, besides making them yourself, because like honestly, the idea is awesome. They're just like little mini calzones. <laughs> like honestly, you could just make it yourself out of all of the normal things instead of buying it in the freezer section, and it'd probably be really great. Well, the Pillsbury ones are just better. Okay. The circly ones. I'll have to take your word for it. <laughs> I'm afraid of buying prepackaged mm. doughs for my own baking needs. <laughs> I likes to start from scratch. 
go do what you want to do. I no judgment here. I just I I have a bit of a I like to control the ingredients, and if I want to add a little bit of extra flour or a little bit of extra salt or sugar or whatever the recipes calls for that I feel like I want to experiment with, I'd like to do that. That's just my thing. Guess <laughs> he's fancy. I try. <laughs> All right, do you want to go first, or...? Because I've scrolled down and since forgotten what the first question is. <laughs> what weird food combinations do you really <laughs> enjoy? God damn it. I like the first one. <laughs> we were off food. We moved away. No, I like that one. All right. Um, just putting me on the spot. Now I don't remember what I like. I can give you mine. Okay. I have a million of them. That's true. It's true. I just open up the fridge and I go, hmm, what do I feel like eating? And I just sort of combine things until I'm like, yeah, that sounds good, and I'll just eat it. <laughs> I think my favorite one lately, I just take a scoop of peanut butter and a scoop of jam, and I throw it in the microwave for like 30 seconds in a little bowl thing. And you just eat it with a spoon, warm, just like that, without any bread or toast or anything. You just you just eat it. I don't know. I like it. And if you're feel if I'm feeling... Especially fancy, and I've got chocolate chips lying around. I'll throw in a handful of chocolate chips. I don't know if that's really a weird combination. Though. Well, it's a little bit weird because because there's no bread. Like, usually, if you have peanut butter and jam, you put it on toast or you put it in a sandwich, not just, you know, like, in a bowl randomly and then <laughs> microwaved. I mean, it's not... I agree, the combination isn't that weird, but I think that the method is weird. I don't know. I once ate cottage cheese with relish and... Um, See, now dill. we're talking. It was dill relish. Dill relish and um, those Kalamata olives. But <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't a particularly good combination. I was just really hungry, and I threw it in there because that's what we had. I kind of sort of regretted it, but I ate it anyway. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. It was, just, it was just too acidic. It needed something else. <laughs> you should have put some chocolate chips in that. <laughs> Not sure how well that would have gone over. <laughs> I, I think I got one. Okay. I don't know if it's just one, but uh, pizza and ice cream. Together? Yeah. On the pizza? <laughs> um, you can do it easier with like those little pizza bites. And you have like a milkshake consistency, like a dip. Oh. Can't say as I've ever done that. Usually I have pizza with Coca-Cola because <laughs> I like that combo, but... It's, it's, it's sort of like the Wendy's frosty fry scenario but a little more down that path i don't know i don't really like weird combinations that i'm aware of no that's fair enough i can't stop my myself from doing weird combination combinations i don't even remember them all <laughs> mostly those are out of necessity though well it's almost literally just opening up the fridge <laughs> and going, what do I have in here because I'm really hungry? What? And I'm What's gonna cram, left? I'm going to cram these four ingredients together. No, I made a thing. <laughs> what? What's today? Uh, mustard and raw macaroni. <laughs> I cook the macaroni. <laughs> I think my favorite is weird sauces. You just combine like five sauces in the fridge. You make pasta, combine five sauces in the fridge, and there you go. Ah. I'm so fancy. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> fancy. Fancy. In the past, people were buried with items they would need in oh, the afterlife. What would you be buried with so you could use it in the afterlife? <sighs> um, uh, yeah. Shoes. 
Yeah, practical. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, no, probably a camera. Oh, that would be interesting. A two. Oh, geez, I don't know. <laughs> I'll just be running around taking pictures of like, hey, it's Elvis. <laughs> and then he'd bust out his karate on me. Well, I don't know. I don't know what's in the afterlife. See, you have to plan well, ahead. <laughs> you have to plan ahead. See, a camera is good because theoretically a camera will like work without the internet and stuff like that. So like what? Does the afterlife contain cell phone plans? Or, you know, reception or the internet or you know, like if it doesn't, maybe I wanna bring a book or two. <laughs> you know. To make sure it's a good book, though, because yeah, bring an actual book. Because if you bring an ebook, it'll <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're screwed. Yeah, but we covered on how to read those before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if magic was real, what spell would you try to learn first? Telekinesis or whatever the hell that one is that makes things levitate and stuff <laughs> and come to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's right. Tele telekinetic well, powers. Yeah, where you can move stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then flight, and then invisibility, and then I'm set. <laughs> For your life of crime. Yeah, well, no. Oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> she admitted it. <laughs> That'd be a good one. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Telekinesis was that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it counts, but it's just the, the ability to change people's minds. Ooh, <laughs> the evil superpowers. <laughs> Not, not necessarily. More in a Obi Wan. These aren't the droids you're looking for. Kind of. Leave me alone. So the first spell you'd learn is Jedi mind trick. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. No, fair enough. That would come in handy, I think. Ooh, I would also want to learn the ones where you aren't affected by cold or or heat, and also. Uh, atmospheric pressures. Yeah. Those are the those are the extra ones, and so you just, you just cast all of them on yourself at the same time, and then you go and explore. Ooh, water breathing also. Like the Zen Chi to the extreme kind of thing. Yeah, essentially, like so, like, like you're you're basically immune from everything, and then you just go exploring. <laughs> Hell, I'll go to the Marianas Trench. That's awesome. No. Yeah, you go there and you get scared. like a force field bubble up around you and you go looking around at the weird sea creatures that are terrifying down there and probably <laughs> something that'll be big enough to attempt to eat you, but you know, um, you'll survive num. because you're like a you're like a wizard now because <laughs> magic. Because of your four powers yeah. at least. And oh, no, you, uh, you before, need the flight. Before all that teleportation because then something tries to eat you, you can just be all like and you're gone. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's over. Zorp. It's, yep. <laughs> oh no, they're gone. What happened? Nobody knows. It's just over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. How about Do what, it. what are you interested in that most people aren't? <laughs> Does getting too worked up about movies count? <laughs> well, I, I think so. Okay, I'll go with that. <laughs> All right. You do know an awful lot about movies and directors and actors and various production notes. <laughs> Not a bad thing. It's a good... But you do get very, very passionate about some things. You should do a segment on that. Well, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You should do a segment on that. So oh. Complain about that dude who won that other dude's no, Oscar that one time. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not prepared. 
<laughs> gonna write a script for that one. I ranted on that a good while ago. <laughs> I can't go back right now. It's gonna be a whole thing. Well, you're. What about you? You're interested in all the things, though. Yeah, I'm interested in a lot of things that most people aren't. I think probably one of the biggest things, though, is origami, because nobody's interested in origami. <laughs> Like, I mean, really, nobody's interested in origami. I, it's pretty, but, you know, it looks so complicated and nobody feels like they're able to do the things. But, like, honestly, you are because it's easy. <laughs> you just have to fold the paper in the steps that you need to. It's like building an Ikea storage shelf. If you can't build an Ikea storage shelf, then you can't do origami. I'm sorry, but you need to just follow the instructions a one time. And once you got them <laughs> down then you can build a thing, you can make the thing as many times as you want. And, like, I can I can understand that there's not a whole lot of it's appeal. cheaper, too. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of appeal, though, because there you sort of run into a problem making origami with, okay, now I've made the thing, what do I do with it? Because now I've got this paper thing, <laughs> and what do I do with it? So I don't actually do much eat, of it anymore. Eat the paper. <laughs> Although with the quarantine, I, I started doing it a bit more now. Uh, modular things are fun. But anyway... <laughs> got like eight of those now, don't you? Yeah, I do. What do you do with phone meetings? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. One thing that I... It sort of keeps coming up for me in all of my various interests, and I've got a lot of them, is that I think people sell themselves short of what they can do and... If they don't know how to do a thing, it just seems too hard right off the bat or too complicated. I think that if people tried it or just said, okay, I'm going to sit down and I've always wanted to do this and I'm interested in it, and they just wanted to give it a give it an honest go, a lot of things are just not as hard as you would think that they are. Hmm. Yeah, it's, the, it's kind of the same thing with like now we have cars and stuff and I don't know about anyone else, but sometimes I forget how close things actually are to me. And I think that not having a vehicle, because we don't have a vehicle, is kind of a barrier to going places. But actually, the places that I want to go to aren't actually that far away. We could just walk. And we have been. And it's just sort of been a pleasant wake-up call. So this question has turned into a weird motivational speech and uh yeah you should, eat a car everyone yeah you should try, you should try the things that you're interested in and give them an honest try and they're not as hard as you think that they are absolutely yeah fold the papers eat a car Dude, <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna say the third one i thought of it's kind of gross all right well maybe not do that yeah don't do that thing i was gonna say but didn't <laughs> it involved poo <laughs> yeah <laughs> and on that note, we've come to the end of today's episode. <laughs> Chels, final words, go. <laughs> After you've done your motivational speech and essentially done better already. Uh, final words, go. One, three. <laughs> final words. Dragons. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> you asked for my final word. That was one word. Lots of dragons. That's better. All right. Lots of dragons, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Mrs. Talk Show. You'll meet them again soon. Outro over. Music. One, two, three, go. The Johnny Talk Show. <laughs> <laughs>